0: Welcome to episode five of Super States: Practices of Transformation, with me, your host, Joshua Peters. If you, like me, find yourself fascinated with this idea of using trance states for personal development or professional growth, and that can be hypnosis or psychedelics, breathwork, sexuality, and even more, you're listening to the right show. This week, I talk with David Marshall. David is a business owner, a spiritual advisor, a master NLP practitioner, a hypnotherapist, and a self awareness coach. David has a wealth of business and spiritual knowledge that he blends together in his coaching courses. This is a really interesting conversation, so stick around for Harnessing the Power of Imagination and Psychic Awareness with David Marshall. Welcome to Super States and I am super excited to have my guest here today David Marshall. David is a self-awareness coach, a, a business owner, a, a spiritual advisor, master NLP and hypnotherapist. He's he's doing it all. David, welcome to the show.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much. Delighted to be here and uh, yeah, just excited to uh, share in the journey with you. Yeah,
0: and uh, to connect with you. So, yeah, it's great to be here. Awesome, David. Thanks for thanks again. Uh, so, I know you got a lot going on. I, I was yeah. checking out kind of your webs your websites, and, yes. and and you have a lot of different content out there. Why don't you, for the listeners, describe what you do and how that can transform lives?
1: Yeah, great. Okay, so my uh, my the whole base of my life started off when I was three having an out of body experience, and I've never kind of really recovered from that basically i've never kind of wholly came back so all my work that i've ever done in the writing or even when i was teaching and training has all been around helping to get people to understand that they're immortal i suppose that would be that would be the overarching view you know that's (laughs) my that was my experience and so i've never i've always felt that that was the most important thing so uh even from a young age you're all, all working through and now obviously i uh Various websites help people um, understand their immortality and that they create their own experience. You know, that's and how special they are. I suppose that that would be the overarching view of, of what we help with. And so I, I provide tools
0: and support and, and ideas around that. Great. And, and so that 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 kind of brings to my mind, like you help you remind people, right? You help them remember yeah. that fact yeah. that yeah. they are this the spark of divinity.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, uh, it's, we're we're so trained out of it. Um, But the great thing is now, obviously, is, you know, we, we choose when we're born, the time period, so the people being born now and going forward, remember more easily, I think, you know, in my experience of it, because we're in a, a, a real time of transition. So yeah, it's about remembering and, and then relearning, learning different ideas, you know,
0: so yeah, it's a great journey. Awesome. Can you can you kind of share us uh, share with us a little bit of your journey, how you got to this point? Sure.
1: Yeah. So as I said, my my first experience was an out of body experience when I was three. I found myself floating on the ceiling, uh, looking down at my body, and my body looked fine, very relaxed, um, and I had a very expanded state of consciousness. So my my psychic body felt massive, just. I um, felt like my hands were like three feet long and my body, it was a very strange experience, but I felt very safe. And um, around that time, I found my, uh, I was introduced to my guide, Aaron, who who after that would arrive in my room, um, which is again, was a strange experience. And all throughout my life, he's taught me in dreams um, and eventually came through and did, did channeling. And I had a uh, that type of thing. I had a healing center for 10 years. We were, I was a full-time healer for 10 years. And again, pushing the boundaries of what that was about. So uh, I taught healing and psychic awareness and spiritual spiritual awareness for a number of years. And I've written four books, all on the theme of that we create our own reality. And, that mm-hmm. you know, it's about understanding we've got inner senses and outer senses. and And really for me, it's about the experience. It, it's not about the theory. Uh, you can talk about it all day long, but actually until you, ex- when you experience it, you don't need words. And so I'm all about the experience of it, which is really where I'm at today is helping people experience their super state. You might want to put it out there. St- yeah. A, this is a state of consciousness and B, them as the immortal self that, that they are. So yeah. Love that. Ev- ev- everything kind of, culminates in that that's what that's where we're going.
0: so what's so what's changed about your practice and so you started out kind of as a as a healer uh, yeah. where did you do your hypnosis and your NLP training was was that early on as well yeah
1: that was that was early on I, I I recognized that my um so Aaron, this kind of spiritual guide that I bumped into when I was three just after that initial psychic experience. I started to do some channeling or he came through our, during a very strange experience and started to talk about how our beliefs create our reality. I was about 28 at the time and um, he just started talking about that. And I realized that I needed to learn how to think better. You know, this is, this is well before the law of attraction existed or anything along those kind of lines. And so I realized I needed to learn how to think, you know, I needed, there was a discipline to, conscious creation, there was a discipline to psychic awareness. And it's a bit like, I don't know if you've heard of uh, Carlos Castaneda, of course you have, and you're, well, he'd create something called tensegrity. Tensegrity, which you may not have heard of, is kind of his, the, how they use the body to create different states. And Mm -hmm. I realized that just like he would discipline the body for psychic when I need to discipline my mind and create internal states. Mm -hmm. basically, you know, be able to hold them in order to increase my psychic awareness. And so that's how I, so I went and learned NLP. And for fun, I was uh, doing hypnosis for people, Um, Mm -hmm. everything from quitting smoking to anything at all. I'm, you know, I'm up for it. I'm game. And, um, but, but the main reason was helping me to think better and to be able to access different
0: states of consciousness in a very disciplined way. I like that, and and what do you what would you say has changed about how you approach your your work from when you started back then yeah. to where you are now?
1: I think the main thing is that instead of uh, the the main core of the work I do is helping people to trust themselves to a much greater degree. So before I w- was kind of doing it for them because they, it was fun mm-hmm. and it was interesting for me as well. Whereas whereas actually having been through and doing this for 35 years now, something like that, um, I realized my, my role is really much more as a kind of facilitator and to trust there. So because I'm very good at the psychic stuff, I've been doing that for so long, um, I'm able to kind of place people in a, a state where we're able to use hypnosis to open them up into a much broader state of consciousness. So it's changed in that it's much more multi-layered. you know, that that ever was multi-dimensional, I suppose,
0: multi-stated, you know, (laughs) um, which is really cool and, you know, really interesting as well. What's really interesting about how you describe that, and this seems to be a a reoccurring uh, theme for people that I've been talking with is all of these, all of these experiences that you had throughout your life have all just compounded to yes. to bring you to be able to help people in the way that you do now.
1: Yeah, I I, I think it, I think one thing builds on the other, and I think one of the main I'm very lucky because I had my first out of body experience when I was very young, and so I've been through the experiences of you know doing going to do all the psychic stuff and all the weird and wonderful stuff, and I always knew I was safe, so I've never had a fear of it. And that's always really carried me through and then letting go of limiting ideas. And now it's compounded much more into the psychic stuff. So it's layers upon layers, but the the doorway that I'm able to step through is because I'm not scared of it. And and so I don't have to, I don't have to learn how to not be scared. You know, I I, I'm I'm all in because I've always been all, I have never known. I've never known a day without talking to a dead person. They're not really dead, obviously. But you know I mean? I've never, never known a day. I've never, never walked into a room. Even at school, I would walk into the classrooms, and non-physical people would be there. You know, it's just part of my everyday experience, and it's and and therefore, I can kind of hold the space for other people to build on their own experience, kind of infuse them with a, a level of trust in themselves, fundamentally. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, yeah, it's very cool. And your, as I recall, your your main business that you're working with people is specifically around uh, spiritual business owners. And- yeah.
1: So, so there's, yes, exactly. There's two, there's two sides to my life. Um, the reason, so I've got an internet marketing business where I help. Uh, I've got something called soul to soul business.com, which is where they can go and learn. So we've got everything from affirmations to how to do email marketing in the same place, you know, and law of attraction stuff and then how to do a build a sales funnel in the uh-huh. same place, you know, so, so, so it's, well-rounded, it's, well-rounded exactly. You know, so that's on one side and the other side is the much more psychic stuff I've been channeling for Aaron for 25 years. And so, so there's that side of it too, but it's all very grounded. Um I enjoyed both. They're both putting jigsaw puzzles together sure, really sure. for other people. And so, uh, so yeah, the two sides are the same thing, but I actually went online in 1990, actually it's 1996. Because I was teaching a healing session, and um, somebody mentioned the internet, and I said, "Oh, I'm interested. That sounds interesting." And all this energy arrived in the room, and we all went, "Whoa, what was what was that?" And I the next day went down into the office and started to learn how to build websites. When websites were very difficult to learn, yeah. yeah. And um, and that's why I went online, and and now, you know, now I share everything I know online, and plus also help spiritual self awareness businesses share their message as well so
0: great yeah how how do you like to educate yourself like where do you go for learning new information uh
1: mainly into myself to be honest which might sound yeah. arrogant or not, i don't know um i mean i um mainly to myself and, and aaron um i believe that you know life's a uh a mirror anyway and i'm learning to create the reality that i want so often it's i will recognize that that's that um a body of work I highly recommend is called the Seth material, which you and/or people mm-hmm. listening may have read. And I read that for many years. I was teaching a group around that. Um, so that body of work, which is a channel body, I still believe is the best body of the best body of work that we have about the nature of reality. And uh, and that's been that's been borne out, you know, in that quantum physics is now talking about stuff that Seth Jane Roberts channeling. We're talking mm-hmm. about in 1967, you know, and there's uh, a really good book called "Bridging Science and Spirituality." And okay. I can't remember the name of the author, and but he's talking about quantum physics and trance states and all that, and what's happening with science and what Seth was talking about. So, very, very interesting. And and that and that's that's my daily read if I want to read that. That's where I'll go to. Okay. Um, but I also journal a lot um and i really try and just tune into my own i very much try and just live in the moment my whole life is based around living in the moment staying present and accepting i create my own reality and i have worked my whole life around that process
0: so i look very calm
1: and relaxed on the outside and on the inside i'm tuning into different things and you know Talking to non-physical people and that sort, whether I'm in the coffee shop or whatever, I'm always changing my state slightly to see what I can experience. So, mm. yeah, it's it's just a, kind of what I'm here to do, I believe. Anyway,
0: I, I like that you're using basically what you're teaching other people to to trust oh, yeah. themselves, right? Yeah, correct. that's how that's what you're doing. You're just trusting in your yes. own inner knowledge.
1: Yeah. And, and of course, and and I do, you know, I learn, I fall forward learning. So if I want to create something like uh, some income or I want to, uh, something to happen, I always do it internally first. So I'm, which often looks like I'm not doing anything. So Claire, my partner will say, what, what are you doing? Go, no, no, I'm very busy. Well, what I'm very busy doing <laughs> is creating the state within myself and learning learning how to trust myself and reality to such a degree that it manifests so Seth, there's a a book that jane roberts wrote called the magical approach and when i was doing channeling with aaron all over these years my my goal is to live magically and in those terms means to create the reality without involving my intellect very much okay so i really rely on my probably 10% on me on my intellect to solve problems and create things and the other 90% is my Inner senses. So I, I, you know, scrape my knees sometimes on life (laughs) in my learning, but Mm -hmm. that's all. That's all part of the process, you know. And uh, I'm lucky; I've got a lot of uh, experiences. My pre-life with Aaron, learning different things, and I've got experiences quite consciously post-life in this, you know, as me. So I know that there. I know what the process is happening for myself at the minute. So, uh, so there's no hurry. You know, yeah. I'm able to to take the long road, you know, and a lot of that comes from my experience of my immortality, you know, so I, I'm, there's no hurry, there's no point, time is
0: not relevant in those ways, you know, so. When yeah. you're, I, I'm curious of this process that you just described, sure. of uh, when you're looking to create something or uh, build something and how you build that state, are you are you building the state of having already built that? Is that what you mean by that? Or can you elaborate a little bit on how you do that? Yeah,
1: so so I recognize that that uh, in order for me to experience something in physical reality, it needs to be created in what Seth calls framework two. You could call it quantum state. You could call it the field or whatever <laughs> sure. it is you like. And so there's a process where I will uh, allow my imaginer, I will state what I want, recognizing that, that might not actually be what is best for me. Hmm. So there's this slight suggestion with a, a leaning into Aaron, my inner self, that my mm-hmm. kind of guide. And often um, then I will suggest to my inner self that it that it uses my imagination to fill out. So I don't actually try and a lot of people when they're talking about creating what they want, manifesting, law of attraction, all that kind of stuff, say, well, use your imagination. But that's actually the wrong way to do it. You. Because the inner self knows how this is going to get played out. At Intellectual level, I can only ever see today. I mean, I'm so the five senses are so limited. The intellect doesn't know anything. It's just such a mm-hmm. small sliver. You know, people think the intellect and knowledge is the same thing, and it's not at all. You know, we're much wiser out of our five senses than we are in our five senses.
0: Sure.
1: So the process is, I will state what I want, what I feel is going to be interesting, loving, and kind, and fun and interesting and then i'll bring in aaron say okay my inner self let's fill this out and then i will say okay now fill out the imagination it's like i get my inner self to fill out the paint by numbers and i don't because my ego self my intellectual self doesn't know how to do that it's too limited so i allow that process to happen and then i just fill it with joyful thoughts so i've got this is where the nlp comes in and the hypnosis you know Mm -hmm. i've got a uh i got a trigger, a key, you know, where I've got, I remember scoring a goal at school uh, and I remember laughing with my friends and I remember taking loads of wickets at a cricket game. I remember having my out-of-body experiences and experiences with Aaron and my children. So I wrap all those up and I just infuse my imagination, which isn't formed physically. I infuse Mm -hmm. that with that energy and then I let it go and I just kind of drop it into framework two or the field or whatever. I call it framework two. And then I just trust it will happen. And over time, because we're dealing time, uh, I will start to feel differently. And that's when I know things are happening. And I'll continue to just infuse the emotional energy. I want, it doesn't matter how it works out. I, you know, Intellectually, I can't know, but my inner self knows how to, to do that for my best outcome and the best outcome of other people. And I just let it flow. Let it, let it happen. And, um, that's what happens, and then it begins to show itself, kind of peaks itself into physical reality in some way, shape, or form, and I then celebrate that. I go, okay, that's cool, uh-huh. and I then just infuse that feeling again, and I will often have dreams, and I'll often have intuition, and I just, I just follow it. Um, and that's the process. That's how I
0: do everything. I, there's, you know, I've, I've learned that's, that's what works best for me. That's, a, I really like what I like about that is you're taking at least the way that I'm understanding this is you're, you're, you're kind of taking all these really positive moments throughout your life at both yeah. positive moments, but also magical moments, right? Really yes. energetically powerful moments. And you've got them all kind of mushed together yeah. into that, that one super state you could call it. Yeah. And, exactly. and then, and then you're just putting that, you're like feeding the idea that you're looking to yes. create that super state and then just letting whatever happens happen.
1: Exactly. And, and and I do that with business. So I've got the, you know, quantum chart states that the website and all that kind of stuff. And I've got a certain income level. That's a brand new project or a fairly new project. But I know the income level I want and that reality and all that is has no problem with how many zeros are on the end of the sure. sales or the bank account, whatever <laughs> it's, it is. You know what I mean? But also I recognize that I don't need that much money. You know what I mean? I mean, I just, uh, I'm not bothered by that, but I need a certain amount. I've got three children and, you know, yeah. one's just finished university and all that. <laughs> so I've got all those practical things going on. But I know that I want a certain amount of $100 or £100 or whatever a day. So I just put that into all that is and infuse it with some great ideas. And literally within a few days, I'll start to get feedback. Some small sales will start to get, this is what happened fairly recently. Sales have come in and then another sale will come in. But I also will then recognise that my beliefs about how much social media I need to do in order to achieve that will dictate it. So I recognize that I say to myself, right, I I don't need to actually do that in order to make the sales that psychically I'm reaching out. My psychic self is filtering out, telling people exactly at the right moment, Hey, if you want to do this thing and I don't, so I don't, so it dictates everything, you know, my, That ability dictates everything. So therefore I don't have to, I don't have to think about it. I can, I can relax and enjoy the process. It's super important to be able to relax into the process. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, relaxation is, uh, is, uh, is a superpower.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and if, and if anything ever is, I'm, I'm going, oh, I wonder why that's happened. My first reaction is to relax. Because, of course, the more I focus energetically into something, the bigger it's going to get. That's the nature mm-hmm. of reality. So the first thing is just to actually remove energy from this the process so I can evaluate it. I can tune into my inner senses and evaluate it that way and then either turn back toward it or head off in a slightly different psychic direction. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of flowing, yeah, removing energy, adding energy. It's a bit like a recipe. a little bit more a little bit more of this little less of that all that stuff so it sounds uh, a little like improv kind of it yeah yes yes and i'm kind (laughs) of flying by the seat of my spiritual (laughs) (laughs) pants right but but i'm kind of doing it in a very um in a very practical way so you know what i have a car i we have a house i i own a house you know my i've got three children so everything's practical and um And certainly I use that with my children and choosing and helping them unconsciously be the best that they can be. And, uh, and that works, you know, my, my, my daughter's thinking of moving as an example. And so psychically I'm talking to her about where she's going to go. That feels good. She's responding psychically and now started to respond verbally. Uh And uh, I want her mother on board. So, um, um, Oh, I get on very well with, I haven't lived with for some while, but we get on fine. And um, so I'm sending psychic messages to Fiona. So 90% of my operating manual and work, it's not even work, um, is psychic. You know, psychic's our natural language. It's our first language, fundamentally, before anything's verbally said, it's said psychically. And so
0: that's how I operate. and uh, And it works very well. Works really well. Let's. I'm going to bring this back to uh, a little bit more of a of a marketing idea because that's that's, kind of, that's sure. kind of what you do, right? So you're 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 helping people market their businesses. So yeah. what would you th- say is the most misunderstood aspect about marketing, spe- specifically on the internet, for, for yeah. business owners that you work with?
1: Yeah, I think I think the main thing is. Um if somebody's self aware enough so we're on this talk about trance states and all that kind of somebody self aware enough don't disconnect your business from your beliefs because mm. that it is a reflection of you and that's really key that people can do a whole ton of marketing they can do all the emails they can do all the stuff they can do all that kind of stuff fundamentally if they do not trust themselves or they you know have uh, blocks around money then it doesn't matter what they do, it's not going to work. So that, that's key. They're, they are their business and their business initially operates from them. Yeah. In terms of if somebody feels good and they've got a product and that's what they want to sell, it's really that less is more. Focus on what's the biggest problem that you solve in the market? What's the number one thing that helps people save time, save money, and increase their status? Okay, so everyone wants to be the business owner that does this or the hypnotherapist that does this or, or who whatever it is. So those three things. And the second thing is build a list, build an email list, which sounds yes. an incredibly basic, but actually build a list of contacts, you know, and it's, uh, if you can do that and communicate with people in a heartfelt way that makes them realize that you care about them, then you can write your own ticket. Really, you don't have to be on every platform. You don't have to do all of that kind of stuff. There's that great story about uh, somebody who was uh, said, you know, they went to a guru and a teacher and said, well, what is it that you uh, what's your number one business uh, story, business lesson? And he said, "Uh, "Okay, find find a hungry crowd. That's it. Mm -hmm. Just find a hungry crowd. Find that the actual story is longer than that, but I won't go into it. But but that's the basis of it, which is you can sell what you want to whoever you want. But the key is, if you can find a group of people that want what you have, a hungry crowd, you can write your own ticket. Again, you can help those people. So in marketing, it's a combination of all those things. Um, you don't have to spend all your day marketing. You shouldn't be spending all your day marketing. It's, it's fundamentally boring, and dehumanizing doing this all day. <laughs> you know it, it truly is. You know, yeah. and um, if you can write one post when you know what who your market is and what their biggest problem is and how you can solve it faster or quicker or cheaper you can write one post and that's got the power of a hundred not very well written posts so mm-hmm. you know that that would be the keys yeah but you've got to align your beliefs as well
0: i like that and and again trusting in yourself
1: 100 percent 100 percent if you can, so if somebody's writing a blog post or somebody's writing a social media post and they're not fully engaged with it because they don't know who they're speaking to and why they're speaking to them then it's going to come across it's not going to land emotionally psychically energetically or even intellectually with you know an ego level it's not going to land so you've got to have confidence in what you're selling and there's a um there's one thing I really like, which is you're really marketing to one person at one point on their journey with one solution. Mm, That's it. I like that. One, yeah. yeah. And the beautiful thing about that is that marketing is expensive. It's time consuming. It's boring. And you don't want to be doing it. You want to, you've got a life to lead out there. (laughs) Yeah. So what, what you want to do is go, who's the person that I'm helping And at which point in their journey, not my journey, in their journey, do do I intersect with them? And that's where things like NLP come in. So language patterns, Mm -hmm. hypnosis, directive language, all these things are copywriting skills. But if somebody's into states or hypnosis or any of those types of things, if I were to put a post up that says, I'm looking for an ambitious business owner, then that's a totally different post to I'm looking for a business owner.
0: Yeah. Right? Self-selecting.
1: Self-selecting. And so marketing itself is really a process of, that's the sales funnel system and this type of thing. It's fun, uh it's a process to help people select themselves further and further down the process. They're always opting in, they're always opting in. And your goal is actually to kick out the people that aren't right for your business. Right. that That's actually the goal, it's to get the nose. Sure, you know, sure. And that's where the directive language and, and that type of stuff kind of comes in. So, you know, so yeah, it's it's there's so much to the marketing, but what I would say, you know, just round it off, which is fundamentally you've just got to, you know, don't be a dick if I'm allowed to say that on here, you know, be be a nice person, help people and play the long game. Play the long game. If I go into a shop for a pair of jeans, I've already pre-bought them in my mind. If my partner Claire goes in, she's going to go in that shop 20 other shops, then go back to that one and maybe buy them. And that's why we have a sales funnel is to cater to me, (laughs) which goes, I'm just going to buy this thing. I want it. I know I want it. I'm going to buy it. Or Claire who goes, I need to look around for a little bit and uh, I need to do this and all that. And that's why, uh, uh, I mean, I could go into so much detail, but the the way I would think about marketing is the way um, a Google local search operates. If somebody's looking for a hypnotherapist or an NLP or a plumber or whoever it is, it's about twenty-two days from the inception of them searching online. Within twenty-two days, they will have bought the mm. thing. Sure, that doesn't matter what it is. Dependent on the price, so an expensive car might be more, but gen- generally, and so that's why we have a sales funnel. And That's why we have automated emails, and that's why we have. So that's why we have all those things. It's not just for for fun. It's because everyone has a different sales cycle, but we know normally within 20 days, somebody's going to buy something. Mm -hmm. So your job is to keep in front of them for 20 days and to keep, and just to do that process. And if after that they don't buy, that's fine. You, you've probably got another associated product that they might be interested in. in And Mm -hmm. so that's the way to think about it.
0: I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, Based on kind of your life experience, yeah. What is a, a practical way, and maybe you've already answered this, a, a practical way that someone can use one of these types of super states to uh, improve improve their life somehow?
1: Yeah, Yeah. that's a brilliant question. And I think oh, so many, it's so exciting to talk about. But I, I think um, if we imagine that there are a limitless number of states, when you're in a state that is driven by fear, not you when one is in a yeah. state so yeah. driven by yeah. fear and it's driven then and it's driven by limiting ideas of the personality who they are about what's possible in their life the decisions they make in that state will be completely different to the decisions they that they take when they're in a state of flow mm. when they know that Reality is multidimensional, for want of a better phrase, when they know that they have choice. When they know that there are two billion people on Facebook, of course they can do hundred grand a year. There's two billion people on Facebook, you know. So those so those are different two different states. Yeah. Therefore, they're both practical. The person who's doing, if we revert it back to business and marketing, the person who's doing marketing in that very limited state will be at their computer all day, hammering, following every golden ticket that's been promised to them. Because they're in a panic state. The person who's in an expanded state will take their time. They'll know the universe is there to support them. They'll know that they can trust themselves. They'll know that it's okay to go out and walk around the block and enjoy the sunshine because, hey, life is good and that there's an unlimited amount of money out there. And I think in terms of business, the change of state is a change in an expansion of kind of inner knowing, if you know that life is good and it supports you, then your marketing decisions will be completely different and your business decisions and who you go into business with and who you, what you spend your money on is completely different. So the states in a practical way, if you can say, right, I trust myself. I trust my position within reality right now. My common sense tells me this person cares for me. My common sense tells me I've got a good product and a good service. Okay, knowing that, what would I do now? Hmm. And what that will do is that will engage ideas and their imagination at different levels of themselves. Mostly, they'll be unaware of them, and they'll go, "Oh yeah, I'm, I've just I've been in the shower. I've just had this idea about who I can email about my business, and that's an idea they would never have had in that tight." kind right. of state right so st-
0: right.
1: so staying staying in a place of trust staying in a place of knowing that you're okay you're not broken there's nothing wrong with you you can earn all the, all the money that you want immediately kind of pulls us out away from fear mm-hmm. and then you get better ideas your imagination operates better your inner self operates better more of attraction or conscious, whatever you want to think it operates better yeah. psychic awareness is freer You can relax and enjoy yourself. And so, yeah, so that's what I'd say. It's uh, if you find yourself feeling slightly panicked and worried, imagine you're opening out to a much broader state where that's why they talk about, you know, blue sky thinking and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But actually all that, what they're doing is saying, take a deep breath, know you're fine and allow, become more of an observer. So it kind of becomes spiritual business operation, you know, yeah. But the power is not in the computer and the power is not in the phone for your business. The power is within you and your imagination. There's no power in a computer or a phone. Yeah. It's just a tool. It's a, t- it's a tool, exactly, to help you communicate and manifest what it is that you want. But there's literally no power in it. And a lot of people get way too caught up. You know, they're on their phone all yeah. day looking at their social media. And what they're doing is getting tight at their state is becoming more rigid, tighter. Their worldview is becoming smaller. And because of the way we know that the mind works, i.e. by association, as soon as something doesn't work, they go, then they panic and they associate something else with not working and soon they're in a spiral. Build the
0: connections.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Build the connections in the way that we know works, which is the power is within you. It's not in your intellect. It's within your broader self. Operate your business in line with that. And that's the journey. That's, that's, that's the fun journey. Yeah. It's surprising and it's interesting and it, and it
0: you know, and it's, it's optimistic. Yeah. I look yeah. at it like we basically, we have a choice. We can look at the world in the fear based way. If we want yeah. to, then that's really yeah, easy yeah, to cool. do. Cause it's, you know, yeah. the kind of consensus reality is like, Oh no, the sky is falling yeah. or, we can look at it in this other way that you're talking about, which is more open, which is magical, which is a wonder. Uh, and I just think that's more fun. <laughs> well, mean- it's, it's more fun and it's more rewarding and, it, yeah. and it's more, and, and it's actually more truthful as well,
1: because mm-hmm. what, one of the things coming back about how we create our rea- own reality and how that works in business is we only perceive our own reality. You know, we create it through our five senses. You can choose to go and look in a phone, grab the phone and, and think that you're, that's why I love NLP. You know, we generalize, you mm-hmm. know, and people look in a phone or on a computer and they generalize that the world is falling in. And of course their worldview, then their business view, this, the tension in the body. That's not how the world actually is. The world is a state of consciousness mm. created by you. And you can dip in and out like a, a great meal. You can dip in and out of the bits that you want. <laughs> but what you what you see through this thing, is not real or true unless you believe it is, Yeah, you know, and you've got the, and as it comes back, you have the power to choose. Yeah. And I, right. I, 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 and I think one of the main things is people feel powerless. And and that's one of the main things in business or wherever I'm interacting. I'm just trying to give people their power back, take yeah. it away from the computer and the fear and go, look, everything's fine. You know, yeah. you're going to be like, you're not even going to die. You're immortal. <laughs> <laughs> it's all okay everything's okay. You just don't quite understand it yet, but you can. Yeah. 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 It's amazing.
0: Uh, well, how do you envision the future of using these different types of super states? Like what, what's giving you hope right now for the future?
1: Well, I trust reality. Um, I've had never seen a reason to not trust it when I'm in that, you know, when, when I'm exploring myself in that way, Everything everything coming to be okay is inevitable. So the internet's inevitable. It's a reflection of our psychic communication. It's inevitable the internet would would come. Um, and fundamentally, love is the most powerful thing. And I'm not talking about, well, you could call it a romantic love if you like, but, but fundamentally, my experience of everything is that love and com- communication, you know, there's only one of us here. There's only one consciousness, mm-hmm. all that is. Mm-hmm. And we're learning about who we are. And so inevitably, it's going to work out fine. We are going to stumble and fall as consciousness and learning different things as we go through individually and en masse. But we're actually quite safe. You never destroy anything. It's it's an illusion. It's yeah. not real. You know, the, the reality is what you can journey to inside. And that's where I go back to my first out-of-body experiences. You know, for me... All this is lovely, it's great, I love it here, but it's only like 5% of who I am. And therefore I don't need to engage in it. I mean, I have to, I have children and all the rest of it and I do the best I can in a loving way. But fundamentally what gives me hope is that it's it's all that is, it's fine. There's nothing going wrong. Nobody needs to save us, (laughs) you know, it's fine. It's fine. And when you know it is, you create a reality that is also that. And you're able to have experiences that will convince you of that. So love is the most powerful thing. It's communication. It's cooperative. Yeah. And like I say, we're, we're not hard. There's only one of us here.
0: We just uh, look separate. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, I love yeah. I love that mentality. And I've, I've had that same experience myself. And I don't always remember it. But when I'm yeah. in that state where I am remembering that, where I'm remembering that I'm talking to me. <laughs> yes, right? another version of yourself. It, yeah, it, exactly. it changes how you show up when you remember yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. And 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 for me,
1: I've um I've created a lifestyle where that's front and center so of everything. So mm-hmm. you know, I don't uh from where I live to the income that I need or not need or whatever. I don't apply any pressure to myself here that will put myself out of that state. Mm. So, so that's the way I've created my lifestyle, you know, from, from the car I drive, which is fun and convertible. And I can go and enjoy the sunshine doing that to, you know, how I interact with, uh, I go work in a coffee shop, you know, I'm constantly sending out psychic messages because we can't help it. We're all doing it all the time. Um, And that works in business too you know i i don't have to go and seek business be, business is naturally attracted to me because because i believe it is you know and, and so, so and so that's the way it operates so yeah so it's it's yeah it's it's a very purposeful thing um and i'm very lucky but it's also inevitable and that's why i'm optimistic you know because why wouldn't i be because you know like i say you know it's uh, we all get out alive you yeah. all get out alive <laughs>
0: you <know>? It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. We're all right. We're not broken. You know, David, if somebody wants to learn more about you, how sure. can they how can they find you?
1: Okay, well there are a few sides to my world as we've kind of touched on. Um in terms of uh marketing, then uh you can go to myeasyfunnels.com. That's the easiest way. That's where we kind of help and support Mostly soul- based businesses um, kind of do that work in terms of the spiritual side then I've got two sites the conscious which has got my podcast on there I mean we go deep mm-hmm. deep into that. but in terms of trance states and actually experiencing oneself in a trance state we've got quantumtrancestates.com. Mm-hmm. so three three areas you can you can dip into all of Wix mesh you know, there's business stuff on quantum trance states yeah. and there's affirmation stuff on the
0: Easy Finals thing, you know, so that's where they that can go. Fantastic. And, and what is one insight that you want the, this audience to leave with today?
1: Um, well, that you're beautiful. Individually, and that you create your own reality. And there are no limits.
0: Lovely. Thank you so much, David, for for being part of this show. It's been a really uh, amazing conversation, really inspiring, and I love love the energy and the and the the, the positivity really that you bring yeah, into the world, and especially into the business world. So, thanks for doing what yeah, you do. Well, that's great. It's been thoroughly enjoyable,
1: and uh, yeah, thanks for inviting me on.
0: Thank you for sticking around for the entire episode. I I hope you really enjoyed this. If you did, leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That's really the best way to expand this message so that other people can be aware of Superstates as as well. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast through your favorite platform. You can also subscribe on YouTube where it's on uh, in a video format. That way you can stay up to date with Superstates and also make sure to let me know what kind of topics or guests you're interested in listening to in future episodes. You can just get in touch in the comments. You can find me on most social media at Joshua Ray Peters. Don't be shy. I will answer your comments. I'll see you all next week. And remember, you carry the seeds of change inside. Stay flexible, keep growing, and embrace your transformation.